podcast universe this is gayish the podcast that helen keller called unlistenable <laughs> <laughs> yeah no it's just true i'm mike johnson i'm kyle getz and we're here to bridge the gap between sexuality and actuality and today we're going to talk about cruising and you might already know that if you heard our turn as guest stars on the x-rated movies podcast so that oh you drunk no this is normal me okay great. and i am acting um yeah we were on x-rated movies podcast called x-rated because they are x's not because of good reasons and um we talked about the movie cruising with Al Pacino. With Al Pacino, mm-hmm. directed by Freakin'. Freakin'. And, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and now we're going to talk about the act of cruising. But first. But first. Um, I wanted to talk about a couple of news things, of course, as always. The okay. first is that... Uh, so Imagine Dragons' Dan Reynolds is a super ally, has been for a while, and um, he is in a Twitter fight with Eminem because okay. apparently Eminem, on one of the tracks on his new album... Raps, quote, Tyler, create nothing. I see why you called yourself a faggot, bitch. So Dan Reynolds is saying that, uh, quote, it's never okay to say a word that's filled with hate. I don't care what year you were born in or what meaning it has to you. If it contributes to hate and bigotry, then it's hateful, period. There is never an okay time to say the word faggot. I don't care who you are. And we've had a disagreement about this in the past, mm-hmm. right? Like, I, I've even started using that word on occasion because of your horrible influence on my life. <laughs> it, but it's in spite of how you feel about it, not... Yes. You haven't changed how you felt about it? No, I, I'm, I'm uncomfortable with that word. Oh, okay. And, um, That's what makes you a faggot. Great. <laughs> Thanks, Kyle. No problem. Um, I read a little bit about this. Okay. And I do think, like a lot of things, when you look at the surface, it's... You know, it's like Eminem, of course, like homophobic stuff. So Eminem's in the wrong. I, I don't I'm not saying he's right. I'm just saying there's a little bit more nuance. When I read a little bit about this, I don't know who Tyler, the creator is. No, I, I have no that. idea. He is Tyler. The creator is a person. Yeah. He's a Internet person that creates stuff. I, I guess. guess. I don't know. Yeah. Tell us. Tell us who that is. Listeners. Tyler, if you're listening. Hello. Great. Um, and then. Yeah. So like Tyler, the creator himself has very like loudly proclaim that he is a faggot and like says that word it's it's that's not giving someone permission to use it but it's i think it's a little bit more like there's a little bit more depth than people imagine just based on the headline yeah yeah okay okay you're trying to justify using that word that's fine i'm not justifying (laughs) i'm just pointing out that i mean what i'm pointing out is like the sensational headlines that you read like it's not that clear cut and there's fake a little, news. it's not fake. It's like technically correct, but it just overly generalizes a complex situation. Mm, okay. All right. Wait, why? What are your feelings about it? Um, I really under, I understand and am enamored by enamored by, I understand and am enamored by the Ooh, idea that's... that we should reclaim words mm-hmm. that they only have power because somebody has decided that they have power Mm-hmm. And that we can make them equally powerful in the opposite direction by just owning it. Yeah. I get that. I, I think a lot of that has happened with the N-word in African-American culture, for instance. Um, I just, I think that change is painful and uncomfortable. And 
I grew up in a world where saying that word out loud to anybody would land you in detention. Yeah. Although like what's interesting about that, I totally get that. Like, yeah, you've been conditioned for so much of your life that that is a horrible word. And like the, like the idea of retraining yourself, but like Mm -hmm. also people were trained not at their own fault that being gay was gross and disgusting and against nature. So like they need to relearn and understand what's correct now. But like, it's actually a really similar idea that like, that's why you need to cut people a little bit of slack of like, and, and understanding the context of when you grow up is important because there are people that grew up for, you know, my parents until I came out, they were some number of years old for sure. And they had 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 that number of years hearing that gay people are gross and against nature and disgusting. So they have to like relearn it and that takes time and it's painful. So it's like when my dead grandparents used to say how much they loved Orientals. <laughs> you, you have to give them a pass. A because... little bit, maybe not a pass, but just a little bit of like understanding of where they're coming from. All right. All right. Uh, the next item I had for news, um, Karamo. From Queer Eye. From Queer Eye. One of the ones that does something. Uh, apparently, so he posted a video just uh, a, a while ago, August 30th, that said uh, that 12 years ago, he was sitting on his couch and, and attempted to commit suicide. Wow, I didn't and hear that. It's a big emotional thing where he talks about it and says, I made it. And if you're going through something, you can make it too. And I'm really just wondering if uh, like, it's because we were mean to him. <sighs> You think we are us being mean to made him commit suicide? <laughs> yeah. Or try to? Yeah. We went back in time uh-huh. and gave him a copy of our episode where we talk shit about him. No, you talk shit about him. I defended him. Great. Whatever. But you don't put this on me. Okay. No, we, Kyle. We, no, we no, did this. This is not a we. And um, I get in trouble for some of the things you say so often I know, that I, I need to fight you about I, it. I love it. The audience clearly <laughs> just wants you to be the terrible one and I'm down with it. <sighs> yeah. Um, it, but uh, anyway, kidding aside, I, I, I think that that's really great that not only a, a gay person who's out and proud and visible, but a, a gay person of color is talking about mental health. I think it's yeah. fantastic. And like sharing that is has to be one of the darkest moments of your life. And to share that with people is very vulnerable and revealing. And um, it, it actually makes me think about a big news story was a nine year old that committed suicide Oh God! because he, um, he came out and all the kids at his school started bullying him. Remember and, when we used to submit ourselves to the comedy section? <laughs> <laughs> no, like that, my, my favorite thing of that actually is the meme going around about, uh, all of the people asking like, how did he know he was gay? How oh, did yeah, this yeah. nine year old know that he was gay? And, and, uh, the, the response being like, Instead of asking how did he know he was gay, why don't you ask how the other nine-year-olds knew that he needed to be bullied? Hundred percent, yes. I yeah, I've seen that too, and it's yeah that that story really like got to me. And I mean, anything just based on my history of like you know in a bad mental health place, depression, suicidal thoughts, all that like really affects me. So uh, you're an emotional nine-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I stopped developing then, but yeah. So uh, that is just like the more people like Karamo that can come out, talk about their mental health yeah, and, you know, be, then be a source of positivity to other people yeah. um, is just really important. 
Yeah. Thanks, Karamo. Thanks. I stand by what I said last time about you, but I'm sorry you had to go through that. And I'm glad that you're making life better for other people who are trying to. Yeah. Great. Last but not least, uh, the state of California passed a historic resolution last week that affirms the rights of intersex people. They said that it is state policy to officially condemn unnecessary surgery on intersex babies to quote unquote, correct the child's genitals. Hmm. Um, That's awesome. The, the resolution urges the medical profession to delay medically unnecessary genital surgeries on intersex babies. And uh, this is the first time that a state has gone on record supporting the intersex community and opposing these surgeries. The idea being that you should wait until the child is old enough to have a gender identity to do any corrective surgery, if any is even necessary in the first place. Which is, that's crazy that we have to be like, yes, scientifically, they were literally born how they were born. Let them keep being born that way (laughs) until like maybe other like, I want to know. Okay, this is. Yeah. I can, I only think about myself. Great. In lots of situations. Are you intersex? I don't think so. Okay. Otherwise they constructed a fabulous penis <laughs> out of what they were given. So, um, it just made me think about any kind of genital mutilation at birth reminds me like of circumcision, circumcision, which is like, uh, we need to stop just because you think foreskin is gross or dirty. Like we need to stop cutting that shit off. But like, or if you think foreskin is gross and dirty, you're probably wrong about that. You have been conditioned and lied to. Yeah, totally. Like people using faggot before surgery. We had foreskin for a long ass time. Yep. And everything was great. People kept having babies. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, that I made it about me and, but like intersex community, like it, it's long overdue that people just start recognizing them as a valid gender mm-hmm. and a valid like group of people that are just uh, born exactly how they were born. And that may not even like, that's not a problem. Yep. 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 Intersex advocate, Sean Saifa wall said, quote, intersex bodies are beautiful. People should have the right to choose to bodily autonomy to reproductive integrity. But the immediate work to be done is to educate people on what it means to be intersex. And that's where we're starting. Hmm. Yeah, like the right to make decisions about your own body. Like, does that extend all the way to the day you were born? You know? Probably. Yes. <laughs> the answer is yes. But, uh, you know, apparently we're still wrestling with that. Yeah. What do you got? Um, I just wanted to reach into our listener twit bag to talk about one tweet that we've got. Like I said last time, I feel like we've been getting a ton of like very nice things that make us again stop making me cry in public you assholes (laughs) stop being so nice we don't want it keep doing it it's great no um someone uh said on twitter which our twitter is at (laughs) gayish in case anyone else has something nice to say um the only problem with your pod is you make me look like a lunatic. When someone walks by me, they see me giggling. Three minutes later, I'm crying. Three minutes later, I'm starting staring into space, nodding my head, saying, yeah, me too, man. Yeah. So that is very sweet. That is from at Donald Gold KY, who I assume loves KY Jelly. For sure. Or Kentucky. No, no, no. It's definitely KY Jelly. That's the only thing it could be. I wonder if there is... Like, can you get KY Jelly in Kentucky? Because it seems like the kind of place... Where it's banned. Where it's banned. <laughs> jelly of any sort is homo- homosexual and will not be condoned by this state. Uh, you want to talk about cruising? 
Sure. Okay, great. So uh, we're going to take a break. We're going to take a break. When we come back from the break, we're going to have the boys from X-Rated Movies on. Yep. And we're going to talk about... Oh, should we say their name or are they just X-Rated Movies? I don't know. Do they have names? I don't know. Hold on. We'll ask them before (laughs) during the break. (laughs) Okay, great. (laughs) Um, Ryan Wheaton and Matt Fisher, the hosts of X-Rated Movies. Mm -hmm. Uh, We'll have them on and we'll talk about cruising. Great. Did I hear whispering? Did I say someone's name wrong? We done, we ton. I just said that. It's not. <laughs> I knew your names myself from my own knowledge. Wait, but really, did I say Wheaton wrong? No, it was right. Yeah, fuck you, Matt. Great. Should we take a break? <laughs> Let's take a break. Let's take a break. This is the part where Mike and Kyle take a break. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It sure is. Hey, Mike. Hey, Kyle. What would you do if you had an extra hour in your day? Okay, we talked about this the last time we recorded an ad, and I said I thought I would do cooking. Uh Uh-huh. I actually did. I talked to my therapist, and she was like, what would you do for an extra hour? And I said I would cook, and so I did. This weekend on Saturday, I made a recipe I'd never made before. It was French onion mac and cheese, and it was delicious. Well, if you want to improve your mental health, be a podcaster and record an ad about mental health. Yeah. (laughs) If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's completely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Visit BetterHelp.com slash gayish today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash gayish. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash gayish. French onion mac and cheese, that's what makes me happy. Yum. Hey, Kyle. Hey, Mike. Do you remember when prep came out and it was a game changer? Oh my God, biggest news. We were all excited to get our hands on it. Well, it's happening again. (laughs) It is. Imagine a world where STIs are no more. Doxypep is what we're talking about, everybody. You can get Doxypep from Shameless Care, and Doxypep has been proven to be up to 90% effective at stopping STIs like chlamydia, gonorrhea, and syphilis. It's just like PrEP was for HIV, but now for all of those other things, too. And where can you get this? You can get it from Shameless Care as a top telemedicine provider with board-certified physicians across 50 states. They have a mission of making DoxyPep accessible and affordable. Answer some medical questions on the website, and one of their physicians will prescribe DoxyPep to you. Viola! It's shipped straight to your door in discreet (laughs) packaging. And DoxyPep at Shameless Care is crazy affordable, just $109 a year. That covers the online evaluation, the medication, and the shipping. So if you're ready to rewrite your story and discover the joy of carefree intimacy, visit shamelesscare.com slash gayish to take control of your sexual health. That is shamelesscare.com slash gayish. Your liberation is waiting. Be sure to use lube. We're back. Uh, we're here with these guys. Yeah, we're here with them. Whoever we are. Um, <laughs> Matt and Ryan, do y'all want to say hi so people know your voices? No. Hi. Nope. <laughs> All right. Great. Uh, I'm Ryan Whedon. And I'm uh, Matt Fisher. And we're 
here on your podcast. Oh, yeah. We're, we're two guys that used to date. Now we don't. Now we talk about movies. And occasionally, we guest on other people's podcasts. Yeah. So you've been ours talking about exes. And now we're talking about cruising. I can't believe you invited us back. I'm very excited. But it was <laughs> after the shit show that we were last time. Yeah. I'm a little surprised myself. We just wanted to get drunk. So we invited y'all on because we knew it was going to work. Uh... Now, be real with us. How many people have you, uh, how many repeat guests have you had on the podcast? Oh, I got in trouble. Well, not in trouble, but like I said that Doug, our favorite fag stag is, uh, was the first repeat guest. And then your brother texted me with a list that was like, well, I mean, he included himself, Murph Johnson, Ma Johnson, uh, Maybe those are the only people. All right, all right, all right. But Not including people from Mike's family, Mike's family or the people that you've slept with. How many repeat guests? I don't think we've... Have I fucked anyone that's been on our podcast? I mean, I, I only just did this weekend for the first time, so... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We're going to breeze past that. Okay, great. Uh, did, Doug and I had that one weird night where I accidentally <laughs> touched his butt, but that, but that didn't count. How about this? How about this? You are the only people... With a podcast that have been on more than once. Oh. All right. I'll take I'll that take badge. <laughs> Wear it prominently. Achievement unlocked. On my lapel. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm going to start out talking about cruising by laying as much groundwork as I can about cruising through numbers. Hey, Kyle. Hey, Mike. What's cruising? Oh, well, I don't. I didn't actually write the definition down. <laughs> He's, he's got a Webster's open in front of him now. <laughs> cruising, cruising. cruising. <laughs> Best part about Cross being gay. Fit, uh... <laughs> um, yeah. So the idea of cruising is like, I mean, people used to think about this as, you know, you go to certain parks or certain bathrooms and like, as long as you kind of did what you were supposed to, whether that was tap your foot in the right way or look at someone in the right way, then you'd get to hook up and whatever that means to you. Um, so it could be a beach, could be an HJ, could be a fucking, um, a bloppy J. A what? That's a blowjob. A bloppy J. A bloppy J? Yeah. Why not? Wow. Is that where they don't swallow? They just hold it in their mouth? Sure. It's just, a bloppy? Yeah. And then they recite the, uh, the Pledge of Allegiance. <laughs> <laughs> or they sing the national anthem, sure. which explains Fergie's performance. <laughs> I didn't think... Okay, we're not getting into this. <laughs> okay, great. We can't have this fight again. Okay, <laughs> so I started... So I was trying to look at like data on this and not very widely studied. So I found a 2006 study by... You, you saw a 1980 movie that studied in depth play? <laughs> I did. It was an in-depth, an in-depth documentary following Al Pacino and his road to... Oh, oh that wasn't a documentary. <gasps> Yeah, you might have to throw that data out. Okay. The um, datum out. Just one piece of datum. One datum. Um, no, so we did, but we already mentioned we talked about it on your podcast. Stop trying to plug, plug your junk early. Okay, so. Um, I'm always accused of that. Um, in this study, I couldn't find the full study. So they said the results said, like, uh, or no, quote, findings indicate that cruising for sex on a college campus simultaneously presents challenges to and supports the health of gay and bisexual men. Which that's not super helpful. It's good and bad yeah. in different ways. So I had to go back further to 1997. I'm mostly just explaining why I'm using data from 1997 because there's like nothing that I could find. And this time. study was just full of Macarena references and Spice Girl. <laughs> <laughs> Brittany. Um, I wish. Okay. So, okay. 1997. Mike, where were you in 1997? Um, the beginning of the end. <laughs> 
I, I don't know. It was a whole year. It was a whole year. Uh, tell me about yeah, it. Yeah, depending on which part, I could have been at the end of sixth grade oh or the God. beginning of seventh Never grade. Never mind. Oh, God. Okay, I, I was a sophomore that. in college, okay? Ooh, <laughs> I, I was think... in college. Okay, great. <laughs> Jesus. This study More... applies to you. Were you consulted on this study? I probably was. Okay. I probably was. The most basic questions take so much energy. Okay, so... <laughs> But I mean, Mike would have been cruising around at like straight bars. That's true. Okay, he did the wrong kind of cruising. It's bef- no, it's before I joined the fraternity, but I was on like AOL or some shit, yeah, uh, and mm. I actually I went on a gay date in 1997. Oh. What? Wow. Mm-hmm. Did uh, they ha- did they have the uh, the hairstyle with like the parted curtains <laughs> did, did you look like skeet ulrich is what <laughs> ryan is asking that's my question i know scream who, reference no one knows all these people for ryan are, okay their podcast about movies ours is not okay <laughs> so um this study was called the differential hiv risk in bathhouses and public cruising areas both outdoor oh and it includes both outdoor cruising and bathhouses so that was the best i could find and also obviously pre like apps and like that's that's changed things so we'll just have to put our late 90s hats on so well and it's the late 90s so so it AIDS looks like is... a hat from a Jamiroquai video yeah, mine's, <laughs> mine's felt and uh, it goes really tall and it's green and purple I have my four non-blondes hat over here <laughs> great we're all ready AIDS is still scary I mean it people anytime, are but like 97 so yeah it's still a thing there's no prep so uh, the breakdown I even though I know this is the late 90s, I was still very surprised by um, the numbers. So it broke down uh, based on age, and it goes like the younger you are, the more likely you are to have visited a bathhouse or an outdoor cruising spot. Um, if you're 18 to 25, two-thirds of people had been to one of those. Oh, wow. Okay. I know, that's a lot. Like, even... Makes sense. Does it? I mean... People who you were hear- 18 to 25 in 1997. Yeah, I mean, yeah. if it wasn't for, yeah. like, a manhunt or something like that. Gay.com. Like, I, I probably first- would have gone a lot earlier, yeah. You've probably heard of them at that point, and you're like, I'm out. Like, let's get this going. Yeah, you're like, it's harder to come out at that time. This 56K wanna- modem just isn't getting my dick wet. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then 26 to 35 is 58%. It kind of goes slowly down from there until uh, when you're greater than 56 38 percent so even when you're like late 50s a third of you are still out there fucking which is good news for me i'm excited yeah yeah i'd be curious to see how like uh it it correlates to like acceptance of like being out and Mm -hmm. gay Mm -hmm. because like if you were gay in the 50s you probably just like married a woman and Mm -hmm. like toughed it out Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh and also maybe didn't want to admit that you've gone to these things yeah you might still be a stigma going probably less likely to admit Uh to an anonymous study that you have participated in you know uh homosexual activities that's very true yeah yeah or you had plastic surgery so you'd look like your boyfriend liberace yeah (laughs) all of these are possible of the study i also have my toilet sink down into the ground and covered up by a trap door when I'm not using it. Um, okay, so as education goes up, the rate at which people cruise goes down. Um, what? Oh. Hmm. Oh. Or does the rate in which someone's education go up, it's correlated by the amount that they lie. More likely know to they lie? can get away with it. Wow, we're very much questioning. I saw a movie where a Columbia law professor got murdered at a cruising spot. So That's I'm just true. calling this whole thing into question. So, so, <laughs> that Columbia law professor's proof. Um, 
Another thing, white people have the lowest likelihood of cruising. And what? Not based on the raw data I've seen. <laughs> <laughs> or, and Asian people have the highest rate of cruising. Also surprising. Why am I surprised by that? What does that say about me? No. Yeah. Racist. I, I really, <laughs> I really thought, I really thought that cruising was a white people thing and only a white people thing. And I think that that's based in this idea that it's kind of dangerous and the kind of danger you might be in is the police noticing mm. and people of color are smarter than that. They know that they might die if they get caught by the cops mm. or that if they do get uh, killed or something worse happens in their tryst that it might not be investigated by the police. Yeah. It might mm. just be kind of brushed over. Well, I, so my, I took this as the more mainstream you get. So the more you're able to be accepted for who you are, the less likely you are to cruise. So like the more outcast of society, you're not able to have the authentic relationship you want to have. That's accepted by people. The more likelihood you're going to seek sex outside. I think the amount of parental shame you would get being caught cruising plays into this. Like, it, it, oh. you know, uh, if you're just like a white dude like me, like the amount of parental shame, whereas, you know, stereotypically speaking, like the amount of shame that you would get if you were, you know, uh, middle Asian or something like that is a lot higher than <laughs> just being an average white person. Hmm. Maybe I'm really just going off that episode of Queer Eye where it was like <laughs> the uh, Indian dude like hadn't told his parents that he didn't graduate college and Tan was like. Oh my god. <laughs> it's all yeah, over. Speaking yeah. as like a Honey. Pakistani person. <laughs> those uh, parents are going to be pissed. Other things, if you're single, you were 62% of them would uh cruise and no partners, what, right? That's 0%. Partnered, 100% monogamous, no <laughs> cruising ever. No, uh, right. 43% oh. likely monogamous or couple. It just said partner. Okay. And, I, and by the like, this study was done at a time where you couldn't even get like, you just were roommates. Yeah. You were, you were... So was it was it? Have you ever cruised, or is it? Do you currently right now cruise, and do you have a boyfriend? Are you currently blowing me? Yes or no? <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's what you think is a blowjob. No, it was like in one hundred percent of Kyle said yes. I'm the one percent that was unintelligible. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. Uh, so I think this was like in the past six months or okay. a year or something like that. Okay. Okay. Wow. Um, the good news is that sex is good. No, um, <laughs> is that uh, wow. I disagree. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> Breaking news. It just feels so good on your genitals. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No. Uh, most of those that were visiting sex venues, so cruising areas, bathhouses, uh, did not engage in the risky sexual behaviors. So we think about those people as being more likely to engage in risky things, drugs, those kinds of things. But like, and, and while that's, you know, the case in general, but they weren't that much more likely. So like, let's see when it said like the 15 or 20% of people that had done drugs, most of those were poppers, which like your brain will be that's fine. That's VCR cleaner. Yeah. It's not yeah. really a drug. You'll recover. Um, I'm not a fan of poppers. I'm not because like, I don't, maintain an erection oh like i i can't like after like, like you get too loose that just like yeah it, it doesn't <laughs> yeah yeah it doesn't happen it just gives me a big old headache 
Like, yeah. Every time I've done the them, hangover I, from it's not fun. I'm but. sorry. Is everyone here not a fan of poppers except look, me? Look, in the moment, I think they're great. Yeah, for the, like 40 seconds. But the, I don't know the, the the bill. Once the bill comes, it's kind of like <laughs> this is a little expensive. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, it's like getting the bill after you eat. You're like, I'm not hungry now. Why yeah. did I order all this food? <laughs> I it's really helpful for me as someone with a very tiny butthole and anxious state of I remember that episode of the podcast, yeah. Thank you. (laughs) Um, It's very helpful to me. Okay. That's not part of what we're talking about, though. Check out our episode about poppers coming later. Wait. Wait, was that episode all on your tiny butthole or was it on poppers? (laughs) Wait. You didn't see episode whatever my tiny butthole? (laughs) (laughs) I remember like a full like 90 minutes on Kyle's like tiny tiny anus yeah that was just a separate aside probably that was probably wasn't even the topic of the episode anyway your topic was like a burger file but like it just <laughs> t- like your took butthole weird... took up 90 minutes out of the 100 For minutes how that small it is it takes up so much time it's probably the butt stuff episode oh that's probably true okay anyway they mostly did not do drugs and I, this is my favorite stat that i read only eight percent of people had more than 26 partners in the past year. Repeat that one. 8% of people that went to cruising areas have slept with more than 26 people in the past year. 26? Yeah. Yes. So, but that's only one every But then other I'm part week. of that statistic. I've definitely slept with more than 26 people. In the calendar year. Oh, in the calendar year. I don't Which, know whether it was calendar or Gregorian, fiscal year. Fiscal, <laughs> no, but in the past year. Who's here has slept with more than 26 people in the past year? Uh, since January? I don't know. I've been busy. Like new people? Biz- <laughs> the fact that you were all like, okay, tell me more about these so-called people. Okay, so yes, more than 26 is what I'm reading from this. Uh, well, I mean, I don't keep a roster. <laughs> Matt, you say you're, it's your turn now. Those are all the numbers I have. <laughs> but I, I what... So, all right, you Googled some shit. What What are your real world experiences with bathhouses? Ooh. Okay, cruising, I've never done. Like out outside, like walking through a park. Does cruising mean whatever? outside? I don't know. I feel like we haven't gotten a solid definition yet. Mm-mm. But do you want to look? I've that always, up? Like, should we each go around and do our own? Like sure. okay, because I feel like it's, it's definition a, of cruising. Yeah, it means yeah. different things to different people. Oh, I I picture it as the outdoor in a park scene. Oh, n- I do not. What do you picture as? I think it's like just like shopping for sex. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Which like, regardless it, of context, r- indoor, outdoor, like gay you know, bar, bathhouse, gay bar, basic, elementary school. You got a broader definition. Basically, unless like you're you know you're buying drinks first, you're getting to know each other, like that becomes a date. Mm-hmm. If you're not doing that part, I put that in the cruising category. Mm. I'm just gonna say mine doesn't even have to do with like fucking. Mine's just the like walking around and someone like looks you up and down and I was like this has happened to me, but I'm too naive to to be like, Oh, I should follow you and then we can mm. go fuck. I'm just like <laughs> I just got cruised. <laughs> <laughs> so like for me that's always been the uh, the long and short of it is like you just get like looked up and down. Hopefully mm. longer. Sometimes outside <laughs> and sometimes inside. <laughs> I think of it as being cruising for sex between gay people mm-hmm. not at a gay venue it can't be at a gay oh. bar it can't be at a gay 
it, a bathhouse for some reason doesn't feel like cruising to me either. But any time that you are window shopping for sex, so you can cruise at the mall. Like, but we sure you can, which is indoor so the, or outdoor. So yeah, to you, the movie cruising has no cruising in it. No, true. Outside at a, I was very confused about that. Outside like, at a park, he he was already with somebody. They just ended up at the park. There yeah. was cruising at the park, just not with Al Pacino. Like they did show. Oh some yeah, earlier. No, yeah, that, that's yeah, true. Right, that's right, totally right. true. That's totally true. But window window but shopping for sex, it means something different to all of us. It which does. Is interesting. Do we I have just, a definition? Oh Jesus Christ! Okay, fine. Here, we'll, we'll Alexa, <laughs> Mike. This is what talking to you feels like sometimes. I'm Do glad you that you're getting it from multiple angles. <laughs> uh, Wikipedia: Cruising for sex or cruising is walking or driving about a locality in search of a sex partner, usually of the anonymous, casual, one-time variety. The term is also used when technology is used to find casual sex, such as using an internet site or a telephone service, which no, I don't count. Scruff and Grinder are not cruising. Mm. I mean, in a way. Uh, would you consider print media <laughs> part of that? Stone oh, tablets, perhaps? Yeah. <laughs> no, that they used to put, like. For a good time, yeah. call Matt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm could... sorely disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> I could see that. Like, any kind of, like looking around for casual anonymous sex so that would then include bathhouses but so all right not to toot my own horn here but my definition kind of fits into that because it's like looking for sex outside of a date scenario mm -hmm. matt what was your segment i thought we are already <laughs> lost what it was you just a question about. your segment yeah it's just a question oh, your you were segment. just okay no i want to know if you had any real life cruising experience okay based on that definition we just heard yeah because I've been to bathhouses, I've sought sex, even though I didn't get it. So I've done the like up and down and like even just like walking down the street and like potentially walking in a similar direction than not. So yeah. well, tell me about your bathhouse experience. Sis? Um, <laughs> I don't know. Like some of them are great. It depends on the crowd. It's like a gay bar. It depends on who's there. Uh, Put a pin in that because okay. I... I have a similar feeling on the matter yeah uh, but like when it's fun it's real fun and get a lot of dick and that's great so yeah it's been really good it's been okay it's been horrible because i'm only there because i'm like super depressed and hate myself so oh really yeah oh my experiences are the exact opposite oh it's only when you're like really Do happy tell. Uh, I only. Like, oh, I, I'm cute. I'm gonna go to the bathhouse now. Well, a little bit. Okay. Like I only go like if I'm feeling fit. Mm -hmm. uh, but I've only been a handful of times. Uh, one was very recently in preparation for this podcast. You, oh, only that's sure. <laughs> sure. That's that whole fine. thing he just did was an intro to this. <laughs> uh, so the the times that I'd gone previously were always like when I was like on a date. And like, You've gone on dates to bathhouses? Well, it's like we were on a regular date, uh -huh. and then like the topic of bathhouses came up, huh. and then we would go to them, not necessarily to have sex with each other, but just to like explore the scenes. I think I think every successful date ends with y'all <laughs> banging someone else. <laughs> I've never. I've been enough times and it's always been either in an app or someone i know it's never been like you're just chilling at tgi fridays and you're like so i hey, fuck randos. i would never go to tgi fridays <laughs> especially not before a bathhouse that's true yeah you, the, the food they have there are those mozzarella sticks yeah just, unless it's a scat bathhouse. Uh, yeah <laughs> uh so i do want to tell one story just because, you know, you might have young, impressionable listeners out there. I don't want to, like, give off, like, the uh, implication that 
bathhouses are just all fun and games. Uh, a, a lot of homeless people go to them because it can be a cheap place to stay for a day or more. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it can attract like that sort of crowd where they're not actually looking for sex or they're just like strung out people who need a place to stay. And, mm-hmm. you know, getting a room in a bathhouse is like, what, 16 bucks, something like that. But a friend of mine went to Club Z. I've never been to Club Z. Me neither. Uh, I have. So he went once and he said that he will never go back again because he was in there walking around. He's a lot younger than me. He was like 23, 24, something like that. He's walking around and there was a guy just like laying like face down on a bench. Okay. Like not moving, totally naked. And like saw him there and was like, mm, you know. He wasn't like presenting like he's, he was waiting for like anonymous sex like sleepy yeah it was like he's like sleeping face down on a bench so i like walked around you know club z's like three stories i think mm-hmm. really i think so I've never been- i mean the building yeah. it's i used to live close to club z it's a tall building kyle you're the expert s3 it depends on if you count the little bit of step down into the computer and tv room <laughs> as a fourth okay wow okay. oh so it's three to four stories is what three okay. and a half yeah uh, so like he walked around for like a half an hour, you know, did his thing like in a bathhouse and he came back and like still saw that guy just like laying fa- face down. So like he went and like shook him and was like, Hey guy, you okay? No response. Oh, no, don't. Uh, his so body he... wasn't cold though. Oh God. Okay. Uh, so like shook him and was like, Hey guy, you okay? Like no response. And like went to like someone at the front desk. But, like there's a guy just like laying down, just not looking good. So, like, the, I guess Club Z has a medic? Who knew? Um, what an interesting job. <laughs> I want to interview that person. I want to be the Dr. Crusher of Club Z. <laughs> uh, and, like, the, the medic went up there. Like, the guy was still alive, but, like, he had clearly overdosed on something. Mm. And when the medic, like, woke him up, he just started screaming, like, blood-curdling, like, out of his mind screaming <sighs> and the medic called 911 it's like nah this is like out of my league like we need a you know professional medical examiner doctor nurse whatever in here we need some activated charcoal yeah <laughs> uh so like an ambulance arrived but like the uh medics wouldn't let anyone leave the club until they had interviewed everyone about like the behavior of this person so oh, it's like shit. no sex was happening and like they're just like sitting around like in towels for like 90 minutes while they get this person out on a gurney who's full on like psychosis screaming like they have to stress wrap him down to a gurney then everyone inside the club is being interviewed as to like what they did or didn't see concerning this guy boner uh, killer yeah, yeah so like this guy's like i'm never going to club z again actually i'm really into that <laughs> <laughs> i that like him, and, i like him uh, tied down and screaming uh, yeah <laughs> i yeah i I think of bathhouses as like if you've ever seen them or seen just like that kind of anonymous sex scene, if you've watched Queers Folk, like the idea, like sometimes it can be hot, sometimes it can be like it's represented, sometimes it's like, oh, they're hot guys here and I'm looking them and I'm like deciding, you know, like, but a lot of times it's not, it's just not that. It's so it's, I have not had anyone die that I was around for, <laughs> right, but, but that you know of, but, uh, <laughs> I feel like for, for bathhouse status, like I'm super vanilla. Cause like the first two times I went, we're, we're on dates 
And uh, I think that's how every first couple bathhouse experiences are. You're like, what am I doing? Well, I, I don't want to say it wasn't like first. Well, the one was a first date. Uh, <laughs> one was like a friend with benefits situation. Mm. Like we had hooked up before. We went out for drinks. The topic of bathhouses came up somewhere while we were like drinking at CC's. Yeah, that's and the right time. Then it was like, let's go right now. Yeah. And, you know, so that's like why we went. But the one time I went in preparation for this podcast was like mm-hmm. the only time that I ever went alone. Oh. Uh, and it is a different experience going alone than on a date. Like you feel like when you got someone to like hold your hand on it, it seems yeah. different. Uh, and going alone, it's a little... I don't know. You feel like you're in the deep end a little bit more. Did you feel yeah. vulnerable? I did, but the weird thing about a bathhouse is like, there's no. At least I didn't pick up on it. There's no threat of like sexual violence or anything, mm. and everyone in there is sort of on the same wavelength. Like I'm sitting in like I don't know the group room where they're like playing porn, and there's like a sling in the corner and like a bed over here and a bed over there. And it's like someone was like, you know, making advances, like, you know, I'm only wearing a towel. Some, and someone like sits next to me and starts like rubbing against my thigh. And I, and I just said like, I'm good. I'm like, I'm, I'm fine right now. And they just backed off. Hmm. And it, it like it is a little intimidating because, you know, you think it's just going to be this like Bacchanal, this like Babylon in there. But people are really respectful of your requests. Like, as long as you're not afraid to be like, to say like, you know, use your words or like use your body language and just be like, I'm good. Cause uh, before when I went like on a date, you know, I threw him in the sling and like we were having some fun and he was like in the sling and I was like, okay, I'm going to check and see if our room's ready. Like just, you know, hold tight. <laughs> um, and the tighter the better. <laughs> when I came back, I was like, did anyone come up? He goes, oh yeah, but I just, you know, made X's with my hands and oh. like no one bothered him. There is just sort of like a sense of harmony. Like everyone's sort of on the same wavelength a little bit when you go in there. It's like, you know, you, you, you're you're out and about like in your normal life doing your job and like having to conform to like other people's frequencies. And when you go into a bathhouse, it's like you're all kind of on the same frequency to a certain extent. Yeah. So I don't know. There's a certain level of like harmony in there that like everyone's kind of got like the same mindset that I can see why it's conducive to blowing off steam. Yeah. Like, there's not a lot of explaining that you have to do in there. You know, you don't have to put on airs necessarily, I feel like. so. Yeah, it's like a My Little Pony convention. I just everyone is like we're all adult men that love my little pony we're on the same page I don't we have to explain you. myself over I don't and over. have to talk about my lifestyle and what decisions I made we could just talk I can't believe I'm gonna say this on the podcast mom stop listening and I uh, like to back you up a little bit I the last time y'all hung out with me or I hung out with you that was a day of bad decisions I ended up at steamworks that night Oh, bottomless mimosas. Bottomless, bottomless mimosas, mimosas, yes. Not a bottomless day, I'm going to guess, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, was, I was there. But uh, <laughs> uh, I got a room, and I was hanging out in there, and I had the door open. And I was, oh, you're so one like, of those hoes. Well, no, I just like I did. I did many things that night, but one of them that I tried out was the role of the just like, I'm going to be in here with the door open and see what happens. Anyway, dude came in. Real gross, had a weird penis, and I gave him the like. I gave him the no thank you, which he respected. To your point, mm. but he backed up, did not back out of the room, and then just said, "Please." <laughs> and I was like, "Whoa, 
<laughs> is that supposed to garner sympathy? Like, am I supposed to like? Oh, you know, you're right. I'm down now. Like, what was that supposed uh, to? He to did accomplish? ask nicely. <laughs> That's the saddest moment I've ever heard of at a bathhouse. Yeah, that is actually a little, little upsetting. Oh, wow. It's just like, I've been rejected too many times today already. I can't have another one. You clearly have low standards. Let me lower them Please. just enough. <laughs> oh, no. Ouch. Mike's mom, tune back in. Okay, yeah. Okay. Come back. Um, Mike, what did you... Oh, no, no, no. You're last. Brian. Okay. Wait. You have show and tell? Yeah, you, you have show, show and tell. tell. I'm doing show and tell. So, okay. okay I have... I mean, we can pivot this way. I have zero bathhouse experience. I am a bathhouse virgin. Do you have any outdoor or you said like you've no. done some things of like looking someone up and down? Yeah. Like, and I thought that was the end of it. I thought it was just like, <laughs> oh, I got checked out and uh, maybe I'll run into them later at the record store or something like that. Like I have very romantic, stupid versions. Uh, but uh, I also I work at a gay bar. And um, at that gay bar, they happen to have lots of porn around. And so I grabbed some. And dick pinatas. And a glory hole. (laughs) Because there is a certain type of cruising that used to happen when you, if you didn't live in a big city, you had to do personal ads. So out of a <gasps> out of a, out of a backpack, he just pulled out what looks to There's be four. These are like the four. magazine Al Pacino pulls out of the closet and cruising. Vintage yeah. porn. I literally Vintage. grabbed the top four. I, I like didn't even read them, but I've I've since looked forward. And then these two. So this one also has like a personal section here. This one looks like Dabney Coleman. <laughs> this one that I'm looking at is called the Leather Journal. Um, and I believe it is a uh, out of St. Petersburg or somewhere in Florida, but um, it's all about leather mm. stuff in the late '80s. I figured out. Will you mm. pick one like of the things to read? Yeah. So here, so here's some of the uh, personal ads, and they're they're divided by state. I'm just gonna go with. And Indi- there's like you're looking at two pages filled with personal, and that's ads. not even all. So of like, it. so it's yeah, giant. Okay. There's more. So I'm gonna read this one from Indiana. It says uncut. Uncut, mm. bearded, blonde, blue-eyed daddy, five foot six inches, 132 pounds, playroom, live alone with toys, sling, anal, and then TTCBT, Stan, and then uh, uh, an address, P.O. Box. What, 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 was Wait, it, what were those letters? I don't know. TT is is one thing. T, 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 uh, total, total top. top. Total top. Uh, <laughs> CBT. Mm. Mm. Currently buying tampons. Tampons and uh, Stan. I don't know what Stan. Unless that's his Maybe name. Maybe I was gonna say his his name is Stan. But I mean, this is like here's here's my. This is why this is a little bit of a stretch. I was just trying to find like you know, there's different ways of cruising, and if you didn't have the ability to just walk down the street in '70s New York and like eye someone and be like, let's go to the park. This is what you did when you lived in bumfuck uh, Indiana or whatever. And, and uh, you wanted to bumfuck. And you wanted to bumfuck. You'd like send pics this way. So it's kind of a different way to cruise. Did yeah. you, Ryan, did you intentionally give me the magazine Super Bitch? <laughs> <laughs> I believe that's uh, an, epi- uh, uh, an issue of Jock Magazine. So yes, they have big arms. Oh, this oh. is called. Oh, this is not. We're missing the cover. No, yeah, this is. Oh, this, this one's coverless. is this article called Super? Bitch? Yeah, I think so. Actually, <laughs> so I I have a copy of Just Men. It's Volume Four, Number Five, and it is uh, copyright nineteen eighty five. Yeah, I want to I, I want to talk about uh, how little things have changed because uh, there's an ad for an adult. 
gay porn on the back and it says summer vacation is winding down but for Dirk Caldwell a UCLA sophomore <laughs> it's not over yet especially when it comes to hot physical action with his six buddies so Ooh. come I, along on those few hours with Dirk as the cramming heats <laughs> up to full bore <laughs> so I mean if you if you get a chance read the stories in these because they're long and just like some you like of the articles very interesting yeah, I get these for the articles <laughs> my magazine is of is of Dabney Coleman Monthly. <laughs> uh, it looks just like him. Sexy. Dabney hey, Coleman being the boss in 9 to 5. Okay. I'm looking at the magazine and I don't get that joke either. So, everyone. <laughs> Dabney Coleman no. also in the Muppets, Manha- Muppets Take Manhattan. Just want to yeah. throw that out for anybody who knows that. That's no. a two percenter. If you're into buttholes, here you go. All you can eat. That's the like, the old timey equivalent of like, like just getting an ass pick. And you're like, I... Let's start with your face. Work our way <laughs> yeah. down. There's so many penises I, that take up two pages. I'm into this one, though. <laughs> yeah. There yeah. You go. There's one in, in this one, I think it was, that had an ad to uh, make yourself more butch. Like, they have a, a school oh. to do that for you. Turn yourself Are into you... a Leatherman. Too femme? Turn yourself into a Leatherman. Using our scientific techniques, you, too, can become the butch of your dreams. So if you have a problem, you can't seem to be... So if you have a problem, you can't seem to be as masculine as you think you ought to be. You can sing all the lyrics of Phantom of the Opera and Miss Saigon. You smoke menthol cigarettes instead of a man's brand or any of a dozen other symptoms. Call us today for a cost of only sixty nine ninety five per visit. This is like 91. We can utilize our aversion therapy techniques to make a man out of anyone, regardless of gender. This is in a gay person. Like nowadays, like this would be in a Christian magazine or yeah. like a magazine about <laughs> streams and forests. But this one is in a gay men's magazine that's like touted as like a benefit. Like, hey, gay men, we'll butch you up. So like the topics that we're talking about today, we've been wrestling with for well, our entire. Oh, yeah. Well, Speaking of wrestling, there's a series of six <laughs> wrestling videos. Oh, that, that guy's hot. Sale. Look at that guy. Oh, that's Jeff Stryker. Oh, that, is it? That is giant dick Jeff wow. Stryker. He's still a person yeah. back wow. Way but he looks so before. Yeah, oh, he's a baby. Yeah. Baby Jeff yeah. Stryker, yeah. Catalina is the is the name of the uh, movie, it looks like. I'm guessing from the ad. Catalina Video. Oh, Catalina Video. There's one of these that has a really good like cruising an an ad for oh here we go found it okay so there's a this is also a porno ad and this is good copy here and this is on topic it's the name of the movie is called Caribbean Cruising and here's what they say about all aboard the naughtiest <laughs> cruise ship naughtiest cruise ship in the world but it is this might be a different kind of cruise <laughs> it is naughtiest uh, where there's more cruising on the decks than on the water oh, oh never mind I retract manned by a crack squad of able-bodied seamen the ship plunges into a high seas adventure of sexual conquest that boggle the imagination each well-endowed passenger has no trouble finding a private port to dock his dinghy <laughs> <laughs> the sailing gets rough when one tourist forces a young sailor to hit the deck while the wine steward serves up some vintage juice to a thirsty passenger. When this lust boat drops anchor, the men discover that the only thing hotter than the Caribbean sun are the beach dudes, and they waste no time in partaking of their tropical charms. 
By the time it's all over, everyone's played captain, only to discover the true meaning of the phrase, running a tight ship. (laughs) Uh, I'll take two tickets, please. How did we not read this and we'll just be like, writing is over. We're done with writing. The perfect thing that has ever been written has been written. We no longer need it. If all of the passengers are well endowed, doesn't it just mean for that week they're all just average? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's all a matter yeah. of perception. If we're grading on the curve, yeah. <laughs> Leave it to Mike to make a boat of giant dicks so sad. Like, <laughs> do you make that terrible? Yeah. Spe- You're welcome. Speaking of you being terrible. Yeah. Do you want to talk about stuff? Not really. Okay. Okay. So uh, I, oh. <laughs> I was going to talk about, okay. What? I don't know if I should say his name or not. My friend who is a sexual force of nature. He's like the sexual Hurricane Katrina. Um, so he um, he cruises a lot, like actual cruising. Like he knows which tree at Discovery Park to be behind. And Everyone like keeps you... talking about a park by the highway. And then there's Howell, which is the nude beach. and Which I've, I've been to during the day, and it's not cruisy during the day. I like think, there's families there. Is it, is it naked? Drink. Oh, yeah. Yo. The families are naked? Oh, 100%. Ew. Naked families? Yeah. Yeah, at Howl Beach, yeah. It, it's so chill there, though. Like, That's upsetting. No, it's like, I went... I, I haven't been in a long, long time, but it's like... <laughs> I, no, can't, I, I can't handle this. Mike is, <laughs> no, I mean, there was naked children running around, for sure. Okay. T- Tim and Susie and their three- and six-year-old, yeah. they're all yeah. just fucking naked? Okay, yeah. this is not okay. And, like, everyone's smoking weed there, and this is before weed That's was legal fine. in Seattle. See, I support, like, healthy or sexual Washington. discussions amongst families and openness, and we're way too repressed about but sexuality. There, there was... N- you cannot go naked with your family to there a was park. nothing... <laughs> never okay. S- there was nothing sexual about Irre- it, though. Irrelevant. It That's was all just Not okay. Guys. No, like... You're too accepting of uh, nakedness, family. Yeah. Put some shame around it. Just a little bit. <laughs> no, there, there were cocks and boxes everywhere, and that's not okay. Uh, no, like I would not, would not in a box. <laughs> it was. It, it's just chill. Like you just go because you enjoy being naked, not because the nakedness is uh, part of sexuality. Yeah. Weird. Okay, what if being naked just makes me sad? Would the sunshine help? Yeah. Vitamin D. Okay. In steam houses, everything's dark, which is, I think, why I go there when I'm sad, because it's like... I like how you call them steam houses. Steam- <laughs> Steamboats, <laughs> where cruising happens day long. Look, this guy runs a steamboat. <laughs> dude, dude. I, he's hot currently, like, yeah. you know, Oh. It's kind of hard to not focus I'm on still it. Maybe we should turn the porn over. This one. I guess I'll, I'm going to take a... Oh, I feel like I know that one, too. I'm going to Instagram yeah, a picture of it. the hot yeah. Caribbean cruising guy. This guy? I, don't, I can't see what his hand is doing, but I like it. <laughs> Actually, I want to see these two do it with each other. You should get that video. Okay, Mike. I guess I'm just going to order a tropical heat wave. I can cut this out, right? It's like a heat wave. Send it in. Yeah. Am I going to have to be the one to, like, say, get on topic? Yeah. <laughs> Never happened on Gage Podcast. Has Kyler Mike told anyone to get on topic? Well, has anyone else brought porn to this podcast? Oh, I get it now. <laughs> what? I'm not, I'm not, can't be the first. Is that true? We, we watched porn before. We watched porn in preparation for a podcast. We, but no one has brought. I mean, I showed you that one picture of Matt Hughes so you could see his giant dick. Okay, so I asked. <laughs> Because mm-hmm. I know that he goes to all these places in Seattle that are cruisy, and yeah. he like that boy. He loves 
bathrooms with trough urinals. Like, he knows where they all are mm. because he wants to just, like, hang out there and watch all the dicks come belly up to the trough. Okay. That's, like, like cock slut on a different level. Yeah. And, yeah. like, I can even That's also, he's into, the, like, the urine aspect has got to be a little bit. Uh, it, uh, yeah. yeah. It's just, it's just, it's just, he's it's got just the yellow him. hanky out of the right mm. pocket. <laughs> or tied around his neck. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there you go. So, I asked him, how do you know about all of these places? And he said, mostly word of mouth and... Do you know squirt.org? No. They put an ad. I think when we talked about our hookup app episode, there was an ad for one called Squirt. And I was like, this is too obvious of a name. Pass. No. Squirt.org. Hot and horny hookups. So you go through and I, I, for research, it was only Mm -hmm. for research, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, got an account earlier. And they ask you the most ridiculous questions, in my opinion, um, to figure out what they should show you. But it, they know all of the places. They're like, if, if this is what you want, here is where you go. And, uh, oh, come on. So in Seattle, that is in alphabetical order. <laughs> Don't tempt me, Kyle. It's all sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> and if you use the discount code yeah. Gayish, you'll get one free blowjob upon entry. <laughs> But use the, the the promo code Gayish at this one park, <laughs> at this one tree. And then I'll be like, "Oh, I have to fuck you now, don't I?" <laughs> You'll be like, "Yeah, Gayish." That's our that's yeah. a marketing promotion. Kyle, are you tired of going to parks but not knowing which one to go to? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me, there's a better way. Like, I just want to get laid. Maybe Squirk.com can help. Click, 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 click. Um, <laughs> you're right. Oh. It is a website on the internet that you can visit too. <laughs> Fuck you guys, I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what's your squirt.com handle? (laughs) In case Uh, I want to look you up. Adam 8 Mel. Okay. A-D-A-M 8 M-E-L. Which that's was boasting a little bit, isn't it? My, nah, it's, I don't have an 8-inch dick if that's what you're asking. <laughs> uh, uh, that was my username that I made up when I was still married to my ex-wife. Okay. okay. Adam 8, does it stand for anything? So Adam... The reason I chose that was because I thought I thought it was hilarious that I was looking for my first man. Adam and Eve. Adam was. No, I got it. I got it. I got it now. Got it now. No, I got it. I forget what the other parts. Yeah, were I was about. gonna say you got to <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Okay. But you had been on a gay date before you got married. Yeah, it didn't count. Like it was terrible. <laughs> and for a long time, I thought I wasn't gay because that date was so bad. Mm. Really? I'll sleep with someone if the date's not going that well. Well, okay. I mean, <laughs> like, like, how good does the date have to go? Mike needs more, Matt. <laughs> Mike needs more. I mean, the only reason I slept with Ryan was out of like spite, spite to prove someone. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Okay. All I wanted <laughs> to say yeah. is that if you want to cruise, apparently you don't just have to like hang out and ask people and find out like secret tap code graffiti yeah. tells you like yeah you can mail it out. yeah <laughs> there are sources of information out there that can tell you where that you you need to go and be and and enjoy there's and, a site that it was like oh man no okay so yeah we i looked this up i just i actually literally googled cruising at one point <laughs> because i needed to watch the movie but also like the third or fourth result was like local gay cruising spots in seattle i think it was called like gay cruise cruising.com i was gonna say like cruising that. in the usa.com sure I yeah I mean, i'm sure that's the thing too but it was like it just had a list of like things that were linked to google map like pins where you just like can go and then like you could you could create a uh, comments on it if you went there it's like a yelp for gay cruising spots basically yeah oh, so that also- sounds so catty and bitchy <laughs> 
don't ever fuck Tommy. He's <laughs> yeah. not good. Real, yeah, like for real. He's got the meat, but he doesn't know how to pack it. <laughs> for the record, I keep looking over at Mike's laptop, and he's just going back to QWERTY a hundred times. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Are, are you just reading blogs? At are this you just point? reading the news? Mike is bored. Everyone, Mike's got bored. <laughs> I'm done. Let's move on. Uh, okay. <laughs> well, uh, so... Well, I want to know more about your experience. Mike told me about leaving the door open. Oh. What did you do when you were there? Which time? Any. Yeah, pick a good story. Do you yeah. want to, do you want to go there now together and see what happens? And then just watch. Sure. <laughs> um and of, do. And watch and do and see and smell and um one of my best and taste and swallow. <laughs> one of the best times I went there. I went there with a, a fuck buddy, mm-hmm. just like you. We were like got drinks and then we were like so wouldn't it be funny if fucking we <laughs> other people we both like that right um yeah so we went together and then um we f- i think he was in charge this is my favorite thing is like leaving someone else in charge of it i was like you find someone else and so like they both fucked me oh it was a blast do you have a room or did you do it in public we had, we had a room and so we like when we found someone good he walked in i started blowing him so i think my friend was like oh yeah this might work um and then they both fucked me i highly recommend sounds fun i'm hard just thinking about it oh you're welcome everyone (laughs) sorry ladies (laughs) i just to like also reflect what you're saying like that's a really great time it was a lot of fun had like wild sex with people that i wanted to but also I've been there and just been really like no one wanted to hook up and been depressed with myself and left. You know, oh, like, okay. so I've had like, and I, I sometimes go there when I feel my worst to, cause I mm. want to escape things. So like, you know, and see, that's the reason I don't go is because I just can't have those low points. Mm. <laughs> like I can't go to, I, I don't want to run the risk of, uh, it being bad. Like mm. I, there's a part of me that is like really excited by the idea of going to one because the highs sound really awesome and you know i've seen like depictions and heard stories where i'm like that sounds amazing but i've also just because i'm a natural pessimist like thought like what's the worst that could happen there and my imagination of what that is is just something i don't want to run the risk of or really sad sex is another thing (laughs) where i'm just like i can't stomach that that's Mm. what i was gonna say like the worst case scenario is i go there because i'm already depressed and that it doesn't matter what's there, what's happening. I will, when I'm depressed, I will always find a way to be more depressed. So it mm. just makes me even more depressed and like encourages that spin into like yeah. a super dark. Mm. Okay. Let me, let me throw this out there. I think that I would rather have a really awesome session of masturbating than a mediocre sort of meh encounter with a stranger in a weird place. Like I think, like really awesome sex to me is that there's connection and there's you're you're both really into it in a way that I don't think happens with anonymous strangers in a bathhouse or a park. And um, I, I, I anyway, go yeah, react. Everybody react. I, okay. I've had sad sex, so I kind of agree <laughs> with that. Uh, <laughs> Ryan, uh, resident sad sex expert. <laughs> I, uh, but I mean, I also understand the need for your fantasies to become reality. So if there's a person who can't, uh, you know, find a relationship with somebody in, in other means or like masturbation is just like run its course for them and they need like some human contact. I understand that this is a place that that's possible and that's great. Like I'm, I, I don't want to sound like I'm anti, 
uh, bathhouses because I've never been to one uh, because I think they're gross or anything like that. It's just not my taste. <laughs> uh, and but I, I think that they, how do you know if you ain't been? I, yeah, that's what people. But say. But that's what people but, say about the vagina. Yeah, no. like, I don't need to go. Everyone thumbs down across the table. <laughs> but like I, yeah, but I understand that, and I sympathize with people who need that uh, urge to be satisfied, and sometimes that's the way you do it. But it, it, to me, it's like not even. You're making it sound like, oh, I tried to hook up at a bar and I didn't like. You know, it's like a last resort kind of, and I don't think it can always be that. Like. Uh, for me some of the fun of sex is the anonymity like i like that aspect to it specifically i mean the uh the time that i went like with a, a fuck buddy we easily could have gone back to my place and just had sex yeah. but like we opted to go to steamworks instead and we didn't even have sex with anyone else we just had sex in front of people mm. and like to kind of go back to mike's query it's not that i i like as a proponent of masturbation, as a, a frequenter of it. Uh, I've been pro-masturbation for years. Uh, no, I, I think, like, masturbating by yourself can be fantastic, but, like, sometimes it's just not scratching the itch that you got. Huh? So I, I wouldn't say that it's, like, you know, a one or the other situation. It's like, you know, is it red wine or white wine tonight? Well, white wine is terrible. It's always red wine. <laughs> <laughs> like, does that make any sense? It's just yeah. like a different activity for the night. Yeah. What if I just want to watch? Like, well, uh, you I, go to the public room. Apparently, that's an option. I'm totes a voyeur. Like, the, hot people, if you want to bang in front of me, I'm all about that's it. That's a call. Folks. So, that's a Twitter call. <laughs> <laughs> when I was there last time, like, after I'd already had sex, I still kind of hung around because I was, and I wanted to, like, analyze. I was like, why am I still hanging out here? Like, mm-hmm. I already came. I have no business hanging out here. <laughs> uh, but there was two people having sex in, like, on a bed in, like, the group room. And it was just this beautiful, like, six-foot-four African-American guy with just, like, a 10-inch dick going to town on this, like, little, like, five-foot-three twink bottom boy who was loving it like <laughs> wrapped his leg around like his legs around the guy's waist and was just like pulling him in and I'm like that's really goddamn hot to watch I love, oh I'm oh, sorry it just came everywhere oh Mike this is terrible that's on your table uh and no, if you it, want to order the porn, order black and white cookie <laughs> made by the Markson production studio. Uh, um, no, and I was like, you know what? That's just hot to watch. And like, they're getting off having people watch them. I don't know if they were a couple. I don't know if they came in together. I don't know if this was like anonymous. I have no clue on, as to like their backstory in any way, shape, or form. But, and that's where I started kind of realizing, like, oh, we're just like all on the same frequency yeah. in this room. Yeah. It was a win, 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 win. <laughs> uh, and I realized, like, that's why I'm hanging around. It's like, I'm just. Yeah. I'm in my refractory period. I'm just not ready to call it quits yet. Okay, so did you come again? I didn't. No, I'm. <laughs> I'm notorious for like just putting everything into round one. Like I can't <laughs> come again. <laughs> no. See, I'm the opposite. I'm like, like let's get lots of short rounds. In oh, really? Yeah. Mm. Oh no. Let's go all night long. Round one, and then like I'm gonna sleep for twelve hours. <laughs> Interesting. How about you guys? <laughs> <laughs> um, I do both. 
giant investment in first, and then short rounds of giant investment in second, <laughs> giant investment in third. Kyle, giant investment gets. <laughs> I have one giant orgasm, and then my refractory period is like six months. <laughs> hey, you're a sexual camel. Yeah, I forgot about that. That's what I called you at the restaurant. I'm glad it's stuck with Ryan. <laughs> Why you like you have one hump in your lifetime? Yep. <laughs> Bada bing. <look> <laughs> That's better than all my Star Trek puns. <laughs> Should we take a break? Let's take a break. 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 Yes. This is the part where Mike and Kyle take a break. Uh, we're going to do our gayest and straightest. Wait. Are we, are we back? back? We, are we wait, back? Did we not do that yet? Are we no. back? We're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Uh, we're going to do our gayest and straightest, but first. But first. Our website is gayishpodcast.com. Our all the internet stuff is Gayish Podcast. You can find us on Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Insta. a Facebook group, and it's all Gayish Podcast. Yep. Our hotline. We get text messages and voicemails. I fucked this up yesterday. What, like, you got text mails and voice messages. Exactly. Uh, it's 5855-GAYISH. That's 585-542-9474. Standard rate supply. Uh, whose jacket is that? That's real cute. Mine. Oh, it's yeah. real cute. Because I was going to like carve the turkey at the head of the table, but then I had to move the podcast. <laughs> um, our email is gayishpodcast at gmail.com. And for our guests here... What do you want to... X-rated movies. Where can people get the things? Well, Xratedmovies.com. And that's E-X-rated because we used to date and now we don't. Now we talk about movies. Um, we also have a Twitter account. Same thing. X-rated movies. If you want to find us on Facebook, they have a thing about E-X starting shit. So you have to find us at at rated X movies. Mm. And uh, you can also send us an email if you want. Uh, send nudes. E-X dot R-A-T-E-D dot M-O-V-I-E-S at gmail.com x.rated.movies.com at gmail.com I'm drunk lay off <laughs> when you said send nudes of your ex right sure send, send your any nudes. we won't publish them this won't be a revenge porn thing but please send any nudes hey, if it's of your ex if it's of yourself if it's of oh. yourself I thought you meant of Ryan's ex and he's got some hot exes I mean Here, I've heard of one in particular <laughs> so our friends at Fell Monkeys uh -huh. have multiple giant dick listeners that just send in pics oh. and I'm very upset about this our listeners need hey, to get on it hey foul monkey listeners send them some fucking dick pics you dicks yeah come on they deserve it. These I guys work hard for their money. I love that you're the bad cop now. <laughs> hey. Hey. <laughs> Send some fucking dick pics already. <laughs> Ooh, that was so much. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Totes mask. <Cool. laughs> um, okay, let's do our gays and straightest. Let's do our gays and straightest. Uh, do one of the guests want to go first? I do. Okay. okay. The straightest thing I've done this week was just now being <laughs> butch cop. Yeah. And... Uh, <laughs> Anybody who wants me to be butch cop for them, find me at Ryan. <laughs> it was um, almost like you were a giant black guy in a jockstrap that was about to beat somebody at the police you. station. That's the nicest thing anyone said. <laughs> it's the gayest thing, your reaction to be called a big black butch cop. Yes! Oh, Matt, you get me. My gayest thing is just the way I reacted to that. That's fair. Okay, well then I want to go next because my gayest thing is when you got that your butch voice on, I was like... 
that's right. <laughs> that's all it takes, huh? Uh, oh, yeah. It's like the taking off a girl's glasses in 90s sitcoms. <laughs> like, you just put on a butch voice, and I'm like, oh, you're beautiful. <laughs> oh, wow. So she's all that, or love don't cost a thing. Yeah. He love don't cost yeah. a thing to you? <laughs> Ryan, don't cost a thing. She yeah. let her hair down. She's so hot. Yeah. Oh, my God. oh, it's not in a ponytail. You I took off your it. overalls and put on a dress. <laughs> My straightest thing is I was brushing my teeth and I like gagged a little because it got past a certain point and I was like, how do I still have this? (laughs) I thought I got rid of you long ago, gag reflex. His toothbrush is a 12-inch dildo. <laughs> I'm not putting it past him. That's why I, I need a little he more information. On it but like it vibrates. Flat palms it into his throat. <laughs> I'm brushing my teeth. <laughs> okay, Great. Matt, what's your gayest and straightest? Uh, well, my gayest would probably have to be the little Latin twink that I had sex with at the bathhouse. Uh no, it was fun. Like, I didn't want to admit it, but it was fun. Um, you, you did not know him before or since. Right. <laughs> okay. He only spoke enough English to be like, yes, no, and faster. Great. So, <laughs> no, that's like my ideal boyfriend. <laughs> um, the strange thing is I watched a documentary on Roman Polanski and sided with Roman Polanski. Come on. Oh, no. Dude, he's a rapist. No, when you watch it, you'd be like, oh, Okay. <laughs> She brought the quaaludes. She's like, I'm getting this dick. Wow. There's, they're like those those documentaries that try to humanize Hitler. And I, I no, like, they love totally pastry. For it every this, time. this interviewed her. It was just, it was strange watching her how she sided with Roman Polanski. Oh, she did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The like the the victim in the matter sided with Roman Polanski. Hmm. That she felt that he's been unjustly treated by the American judicial system. Well, that never happens. (laughs) So Um, she's full of shit. (laughs) She's been married for 19 years and has three beautiful children. Mm. Okay, Mike. Uh, The the straightest thing about me this week is that last night uh, some friends came over, some friends of the guy that was visiting me came over, which more about that later. And um, uh, Daniel, the man of the straight couple, said, hey, I want to watch the LSU game. Hmm? Can you turn it on? I don't know what that means. Yeah, it's college football. So I would not know how to access it, though. I turned it on and just like found it and totally played it off. Like it was like, yeah, I totes know where that is and just <laughs> like made saved. it happen. Yeah. Um, no, actually it was really hard to find it, but, <laughs> but the, there was, there was football on my TV last night. Wow. So on that TV. Yeah. 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 It, it was like, it was like we were on the field. Mm-hmm. Wow. But, for for fo- people who football. don't know, it's, a, it's Mike has a huge TV. Thank you. So. <laughs> Football I'm just going to say it. I football can, is the gayest right of all mainstream sports, though, too. Let's be honest. Like, that has the one with the most butt slapping in it. But it's gayer than MMA? Well, I mean, MMA Game, is pretty set, gay. Game, match. But... No, it's over. <laughs> but no, there, there's a little bit more uh, uh, brotherly camaraderie in football. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. They like each other's butts. Yeah. yeah I get it. I mean, <laughs> if anyone's having sex in locker rooms, it's football locker rooms. Mm. The gayest thing about me this week, a boy from Chicago came and we had, we did sexy things. Oh, this is the one that you got laid because of the podcast? Because I got laid because of the podcast. That's, that's, yes. Wow. Talk about a reason d'etre for, uh, 
this podcast. It's you guys could aspire to that, right? <laughs> no, someday. We have a podcast because we got laid. You got laid because of the podcast. Oh, <laughs> backwards. <laughs> but have Okay, you have a boyfriend. Have you gotten laid because of the podcast? No, I get laid because of my beautiful face. Oh god. <laughs> God help He's us. He's one of those. <laughs> he has a face for radio. Okay. Uh, that's it. That's it. This has been Gayish. A special thank you to always a, char- uh, a special thank you as always to Charlie Finn for the use of our theme music. And thank you to the boys of X-Rated Movies, uh, Matt and Ryan. You're welcome. <laughs> You're and welcome. check out their episode where we're on because it's going to be the best episode I mean, they've check, had this season. Uh, check them all out, but... But mostly not yes. really just the ones that we're on <laughs> <laughs> well both of them <laughs> and thank you to Al Pacino yeah for be- turning out gay at the end of that movie and and, and thank you to Rowan Polanski <laughs> <laughs> for, for setting the bar so low <laughs> that none of us will be tried for indecent sex with a minor ever yeah <laughs> great <laughs> <laughs> this has been Gage. I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Getz. Until next week, be butch, be fabulous, be you. See you next week. Next week. Bye. Say bye. Say bye. Bye. Hear me as I will sing. Hey, and by the way, do you hear what your words bring? Watch we we all know from the Little League World Series that that uh, all of the Latin boys get mature really early. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Wow! Oh, tell me you haven't watched the Little League World Series, and it's like all the little American I've boys and all the little Japanese boys, the and it's, it's like, the, like the six foot I've, Brazilian boys, and they're all. 13. I've never jerked off to the Little League Series, Mike. <laughs> never. So it's, and you haven't lived. <laughs> <laughs>